Peace, 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 family. Hope everybody's doing well. It's your girl, Adrian, a.k.a. Nostalgic, a.k.a. Fawemimo, a.k.a. IBK, and affectionately known around the way as TT. I'm here trying to get this podcast thing a test. We're going to see how it go. We'll see how you respond to it. Um, yeah, we're going to get to talking. We, gonna, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, but I'm feeling real good. The energy is good. The energy is live. It's got a lot going on. I'm bouncing in the studio right now, feeling real good. That song feel good, don't it? Uh, yeah. Shout out to my main man, DJ Seven Cipher from Vintage Tux. He is the DJ and producer extraordinaire uh, of Vintage Tux. They're a fabulous, fabulous group. Y'all need to check them out. Coming out of Tallahassee, Florida. You heard me. Tallahassee, Florida. They got a new joint coming out uh, called Pseudopigrapha. Follow me. Pseudopigrapha. And uh, I got a chance to listen to it yesterday. Uh, really, really dope. They actually performed last night at the uh, Black Power Awards in Atlanta. So big ups to Vintage Up. Tucks up. Tucks up. Um, so there's just been so much good music going on, yo. Like, I'm, I'm really feeling good. Uh, Tribe Called Quest just dropped. Uh, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. I'm really digging the project. I think it's a wonderful project. It is classic Tribe just 2016 tribe and and that's what i really love about it they have the boom bap the samples are there the low end theory uh as q-tip likes to call it the nigga drums are there (laughs) that's q-tip's words not mine they are there um and it's just good and a lot of the experimental stuff that q-tip was doing uh when he was off doing his solo thing you can kind of hear a lot of that going on in there the features are hot and uh, y'all should definitely, definitely check that out. Common just dropped Black America again. So impressed by that album. Um, just the commentary, the arrangements, just the concept, the, the album art. Everything was just wonderful about this album. And uh, my favorite song on that album is actually Black America again. Um, and it comes with a, a movie, a short. You, y- y'all can look it up on YouTube or Vivo. It's the title track to the album, uh, Black America Again. It's featuring Stevie Wonder. Uh, it's a 20-minute short, 20, 21-minute short, uh, brought to you by the talented Ava DuVernay. Shout out to Ava DuVernay. She is in these streets hustling <laughs> and doing her thing. She is really bringing a lot of positivity and uh, information, beautiful imagery onto the scene. So big up to her for that. But the, the Black America again video is hot. I'm loving how he's bringing the African and the American together uh, because that's that's who we are here. You know, we're African Americans. We're African people first. But, you know, I don't feel, uh, listen, when I go to Africa, I feel very American. That's when I know, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely I know, but you know, when I'm here in America, I also feel very African. So, you know, the video captures that succinctly. You know, the beauty of being an African person here, the ringing of the bells, the libating, calling the names, you know, the, the ancestor mask and dancing and, and singing, and he's, he's, he's rapping to a djembe drum. And, ah, oh, it's just, it's, it's fabulous. Y'all got to check that out. Check it out. Uh, Solange, seat at the table good shit i really love that album it's so chill um it just has just beautiful um 
beautiful undertones. I love the the interludes where she's talking to her parents and she's talking to Master P and just kind of giving a beautiful perspective on on our life here as 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 Africans in America and African Americans. It's a very it is a black album unapologetically. And that's what I love about it. And it sounds good. You can hear the Raphael Sadiq influences all up in there. You know, uh, you know, people from my generation, we we all about Raphael Sadiq, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony. And, and, and we grew up on all of that stuff. So, um, you know, a lot of our, a lot of my cohorts are really cohorts. They're really feeling feeling that Solange joint. Um, so, you know, it may be a possibility to do album reviews later on down the line. Y'all let me know later on um but i was uh, having a conversation with a brother on twitter recently and he was just talking about just all the world events and political things that are going on he's like i can feel this black renaissance and art and culture that is just going to just completely burst and emerge out of it and i'm thinking to myself you know i think it's kind of already happening but he was like no it's about to like pop off for real and I'm I was like I don't know we'll see we'll see but you know the more I think about it the more I think the brother has something there because there's just so much stuff turning in the ethos right now people are really really it's about it's about to go off it's about to go off and I'm completely here for it ready and attentive sitting in the front row like hmm um so yeah it's just an inspiring time it's a very inspiring time. I'm so inspired. A lot of people I know, they're, they're doing their own thing. You know, they've come to realize that operating um, inside of this structure is oppressive. And it's, um, it is spiritual suicide, really. And they're doing their own thing. They're building their own institutions and, and building their own ways of creating wealth, making their own businesses. Some people are just like, you know what? I'm throwing my drawers in a bag and I'm just going to repatriate or I'm just going to, you know, if they don't want to completely repatriate it, I'm just going to not live here for a little while and just live outside of the country in another place. And so um, people are just opening up their horizons to what the possibilities are. And I'm here for it, you know, and the you know, the energy is so good despite everything that's going on. That's just the story of black America. We keep the energy so good in spite of you know so i'm so inspired but i'm also not utopian either i'm very clear that there's a lot of fuckery going on a lot i'm very clear on that uh particularly the 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 tuesday into wednesday night uh episodes (laughs) so um the corporation of the united states of america has elected Donald J. Trump as the next president of the United States, um, making Clinton the fifth presidential candidate in history who won the popular vote but did not win the electoral. Um, so then, you know, there's so many questions out now, you know, floating around. I'm, I'm all over the place on social media. I'm on all of them. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that stuff. So I'm very privy to like a lot, a lot of the commentary that's going on. And so many questions raised on the, you know, whether we should retire the Electoral College. Should we tweak it? 
Should we um, keep working within the, the, the framework of it? Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a political analyst, so I, I don't know <laughs> the best option for it. Um, I do think it needs to be reevaluated um, and, you know, tailor fit it to what's happening right now. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, we had a billionaire uh, <laughs> reality show star businessman run for president and why folks expecting it to pan out any differently than it did is completely beyond me because the entire election cycle it was a game show circus it was like the price is right you know what i'm saying it was like the price is right every time i saw this cat it was the price is right it was like the $25,000 pyramid. It was family feud. Like that is what I, that was the energy. It was just like the most strangest, bizarre, just, I, I, I didn't even understand it. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it is what it is. But your boy came through, ransacked the entire United States and he grabbed America. He grabbed America by the yes he did he grabbed us by the mm, mm, mm. and so people are all up in arms you know all up in arms i mean people were completely losing their shit if, if i could really 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 be real people was just so devastated you know i did not really i i anticipated the bigotry and the crazy racism um racist acts and terrorist acts i anticipated that because you know i'm clear about who and what america is but just the the spiritual hit that people took i mean people were really 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 upset about this you know what i'm saying Trump supporters, they was all on the internet like they don't understand. They was like, "Why y'all hating? Why y'all hating?" Y'all and you know, and, and everybody else was just like, "I'm reading on 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 Twitter and different social media outlets. Suicide hotlines was ringing off the hook election night, uh, you know, and." This is like later on, after I kind of saw the results, I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. I'm going to lay down and, and, and I'm going to go to sleep. And I laid down. It's 3.30 in the morning. You know, I usually don't have an issue going to sleep. That's usually like I got 800 jobs and businesses and stuff like that. So I'm, you know, when I, I be sleep for my head hit the pillow. So I'm laying there and I'm not going to sleep. And I'm like, I got to get up in the morning because I got clients to see. I got things to do. And I just feel really just just didn't feel right. And I'm like, well, I know he's won. And I know that I'm thinking, like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling this way? I'm laying there and I'm like. There's a great disturbance in the force as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. I feel something terrible has happened. Obi-Wan was like giving me the word on what was really happening and I realized you know I'm an empath you know 
And I think I just was feeling how people were feeling, even though I didn't necessarily feel the way they felt or felt devastated in that way. I was feeling for them for taking that kind of hit. And, you know, I just did what I normally do, <laughs> took to the internet. I was like, I gotta figure out what's going on here. So this is when I start to read this onslaught going on, you know, in the community. Um, humorous writer and, and blogger Lovey Ajayi was going slap off the whole night. I was uh, partly entertained, um, partly clapping in the amen corner, partly disagreeing with what she was saying. But either way, it was uh, entertaining, and I think that what she said was very valid, and I think a lot of people needed to hear what she had to say. Um, but she she was ripping third-party voters to shreds. I mean, reading them for filth. And not just third-party voters. She was going off on racist white people. She was going off on the betrayal of white women to the rest of America. Um, it, it, was, it was just very, very, very interesting commentary. Um, but she was just basically talking about Florida was the penis of the United States, and she wanted to just completely... Uh, cut my state off from the rest of the U.S. I was like, now, 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 pump your brakes, girl, Miss Girl thing. Pump your brakes, because I'm a Florida girl through and through, born and raised, baby. And what you're not going to do is, you ain't going to do my state like that. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. And But I get it. <laughs> I had to throw, I had to throw, I had to throw, uh, Mama, Mama Yanla Vazan out there, <laughs> beloved. <laughs> you know, but I understand, I understand Lovey's sentiment. Uh, but, you know, most third-party voters were conservative, so they probably would have uh, voted for Trump. You know, I, it's, I, that's just really the reality of the situation. And, I mean, yes, white women, you know, a large majority of them voted for Donald Trump. I understand why you're mad at that, sis, but... I mean, we know, listen, I, I got two words for you. Miss Millie from The Color Purple. So we already should have known how that was going to go. We already should have known. She pulled a Miss Millie, you know. Well, she meaning the collective 60-something percent that voted for him. Um, and, and also Hillary Clinton is a part of that community. So... I mean, so that's where my contention was. I didn't really understand everything, but she said a lot of great things, and I think she's freaking awesome. And her book, I'm Judging You, is hilarious and good, and y'all need to go get that. Um, but just so much commentary. There were 43% of, of Americans that registered to vote but did not vote in the presidential, presidential election. And I know that grounds so many gears, particularly in the black community, because, you know, we're so quick to make it known and our ancestors died for the right to vote you know we will go that is like the that is like the catchphrase of the black community you know what i'm saying and that they did is that's 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 a fact you know but i also know that our ancestors fought and died for a whole lot of other rights that are just as important if not more than important than the right to vote that we do not go as hard for and that's a problem to me you know what i'm saying they also fought for the right to have land had you know fought for the right to bear arms to defend ourselves our homes our families to have ownership over our physical bodies to have the right to have 
businesses and the right to read and the right to an education and and freedom of religion it's, it's just so many other things so it's like if you don't go hard for the right to vote i need you to go hard for all the other stuff too because there are other things that are just important to this world outside of the presidential election so let's just keep that perspective it's, it's very 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 it's very important to keep that perspective my personal views on voting um do I vote? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Um, but I understand that voting for many is based on values. And I'm very clear that people value vastly different things, including hatred and bigotry and racism and terrorism and imperialism and capitalism and things like that. People actually value these things. And so when you have a candidate who is saying that he values these things, of course, the people that value those things are going to gravitate towards that. That's the point of the election, right? Give people a set of values and, and, and how you're gonna implement these certain values and people pick at the end, you know, whatever. So, I mean, you know, and then some people think that voting is just all about numbers. You know, you start to hear things like, oh, it's a numbers game, it's a numbers game, you gotta think about the numbers. And some people vote on their conscience because those are what they value and don't value. You know what I'm saying? People, some people do not value voting on your conscience and some people do. You have to understand that. So, you know, you can't really get mad at people who say that they vote on their conscience and you can't get mad at people who do not and say that it's just a numbers game. People have very different and specific experiences and orientations based on who they are and what they've been through. And so voting is in many ways to many people it's sacred and in many ways to other people it's just really not a big deal and we need to be aware that both of these things and all of these things are, are just contending with each other you know but um you know back to trump <laughs> during his campaign black and brown americans warned everyone read white america of how he has and will embolden racist people, period. We have been saying this for a long time. Since he started, you know, getting live and you started to see what was happening at the rallies and we were telling people over and over and over again, but you know, people aren't listening. People are not listening. And um, a lot of us foresaw this backlash. Um, I had an interesting encounter on Twitter the day after, I want to say maybe the day after the election. Um, and uh, I want to say it was Issa Rae. She asked, um, you know, how we were doing on the election. What were our thoughts about certain things? Um, how were we feeling? She was just checking in on the mental health of people. And I want to say I said something like, you know, we need to just be less reactive and we need to be more proactive kind of relax our emotions a little bit think about what we need to do and then I um threw up a a, a, a back to black list what I'll talk which I'll talk about a little bit later and just that was basically my response so some racist dude comes out of the ethers and was just like well and this is not verbatim um but this, he said something like you know well the reason why y'all are more emotional and not logical is because y'all have a lower IQ. Y'all need to go back to Africa. I was like, 
Okay. My first response was I had a King Jaffe Jofer <laughs> moment where I was like, this man is beneath me and so is his daughter. Like, <laughs> like I really thought that in my mind and then my next response was like, well, I'm finna go to Africa in a couple weeks. You paying for me or nah? And he was just like, we've paid enough for y'all already. This one's on you. So I already knew where that was going. So I had to put um, the block of Zulu on him and, you know, block that ass. Uh, really? So, <laughs> you know, but that just gave me a sliver, itty bitty, tiny glimpse into all of the wildness that has happened. And, um, shout out to Sean King for, um, putting all of these, uh, crazy, absolutely maniacal, uh, encounters that people are happening day one and, and, and day two, uh, after the election, um, he put up a post, uh, sister, I want to say her name is Maha Abdul Gawad. Uh, she said my first racist encounter after our new joke of a president, as I'm in Walmart today, a woman came up to me and pulled my hijab off and said, this is not allowed anymore. So go hang yourself with it around your neck, not on your head. I'm traumatized. Um, so you know, I read that and I was just like, okay, it's, it starts, you know what I'm saying? Or rather continues and just gets more emboldened now that he's here. Um, next, my 17 year old cousin on her way to school, a group of white girls from her class tell her, shouldn't you sit in the back of the bus today? Uh, Next one, wow, I'm waiting with my son in his kindergarten line and a little girl and a boy in his class are saying they voted for Trump and are teasing a Hispanic kid in line by saying he's Mexican and going to a different school and they will be going back to Mexico. Witnessed firsthand. Mm. This morning, a friend of mine walked across Times Square. A Trump supporter bumped into her and said, watch where you're going, nigger. God, it's good to be able to say that again. You're going to be working in my fields pretty soon. My man Trump's owns you now. Mm. These, so these things is like, there's so many of them. I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin or end. And these are just the people that have the access to social media to even say anything. You know, can you imagine in areas where people maybe not, you know, cause I, I my world is so much in to social media that I sometimes forget that there's some people who are completely disinterested and um, they don't have any connection at all and they're still getting the onslaught too they just don't have the mouthpiece and the outlet to be able to get it to you know get it to everybody today look at this Grove High School in Maple Grove Minnesota this was found in the bathroom stall written all over the stall it says fuck niggas fuck all porch monkeys Whites only, white America, uh, Trump, and I can't read what it says at the bottom. Make America great again. So, yeah, there's, I, I mean, I could be uh, reading these all day. And I and I came across a, um, a post from a sister up in the D.C. area. And her sentiments um, pretty much reflect my own I'm kind of going to parrot not paraphrase but um read a little bit of what she said she said I have to stay I have to say in spite of all my nationalism rants and this is nothing new post these tweets about people's experiences with racism after election day are breaking my heart 
the lack of humanity is sickening. And I'm absolutely um, in line with with what she said about that. Um, so what do we do now? What do we do now? You know, you hear so many things going around. Uh, some people are talking about the black sick. You know what I'm saying? The black exit, the black exit. Um, yeah, okay, y'all ain't going nowhere. The people who are leaving are already gone. <laughs> and, you know, they're already expats or they're already out of the country or they're definitely, um, they definitely have one foot out of the door. Um, so, you know, what are some practical solutions? Um, the first thing, before we even get into anything else, is to deal with the fear and the anxiety that comes with that. Um, self-care is of the utmost importance. Take care of yourself, take care of your family, make sure your mental health is okay. If you need to call in black somewhere, call in black. If you need to take a personal day, if you need to take a trip somewhere, if you need to just get together with your sisters and your brothers and your homegirls or with your family and just, you know, nurture and love on each other, please do that. You should be doing that anyway, but do that for your mental health. Don't let the fear wear you down like that. Um, one of my favorite movie scenes is, is from Apocalypto and I posted that on my Facebook page a couple of days ago and on a couple of other uh, group pages um, but the scene in Apocalypto when Jaguar Pa's father was um, just straight dropping gems on fear and you know he had, they had just come out the forest and they seen the people and the people were looking all scared and it affected Jaguar Pa in a way and his father read that on him and he was just like listen son Fear is a sickness. It will crawl into the soul of anyone who engages it. It has tainted your peace already. I did not raise you to see you live with fear. Strike it from your heart. Do not bring it into our village. And we need to kind of have that orientation as well. Um, he then went on to say that he would go consult with their ancestors to seek the next best move. So I encourage us all to do the same. Sit with these questions. What would Fannie Lou Hamer do? in this situation right now. What would our revered elders, uh, Shirley Chisholm, Malcolm X, Amos Wilson, Nat Turner, Harriet Tubman, what would they do in this situation right now? And really sit and reflect on what that answer would be and then move and act accordingly. Um, secondly, I will direct you to uh, what I mentioned earlier, the Back to Black list. Very, very, very um, wonderful list created by Brother Javante Anyabwele. I hope I said that correctly. Um, um, I know he and his wife, Sister Talisa, Talitha, uh, have kind of been circulating this for the past couple of years. Um, but I will read it to you because it's, it's that important. These are some of the first things that we can do if you're not doing them already. Number one, get armed. Get yourself a registered gun and learn how to use it for self-defense. That, before I even go on, this is important. It makes me cringe a little bit when people are like, I don't like guns. They're not necessarily, it's not for you to like. You know, it's a skill. It's an important skill set for an adult. Just like driving a car. You know, it's like hearing someone say, oh, I don't, I don't like cars. 
what? You know what I mean? It's important to learn. It doesn't mean you have to be popping off all the time and talk about guns and obsess about guns, but it's important to have one, know how to use it, um, and be trained with it. It's very, very, very important. A lot of women don't like labor, but they still have children. You know what I'm saying? Just, just be an adult and get one and learn. Um, and try to appreciate it. And you don't even have to like it. You just have it, you know? Relocate into a black community. That's number two. And place your children in predominantly black schools. Number three, take your money out of white banks and find black banks. Number four, when possible, stop buying things from white businesses and spend and create with black businesses. Number five, pray for strength to sacrifice these small things and do not let apathy set in. Do something productive for us. Number six, be positive and optimistic and filled with hope. There really is no room for anything else if we want to see change. And let's just all be change agents. Number seven, turn off all major news outlets. Watch TV One. Listen to local community radio. Buy black newspapers or read them online. Find some blog radio stations and podcasts. If you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. Malcolm X. Number eight. Never forget that the system was not designed to include you. And this is a quote um, from the decision write-up by um, uh, by the SCOTUS of the Dred Scott case. All right? Persons of African descent cannot be, nor were ever intended to be citizens under the U.S. Constitution. So, um... Yeah, number nine, (laughs) focus on the work we can do outside of policy. Politics aren't the only answer. A little less complaint and whining and a little more dog work and manly striving would do us more credit than a thousand civil rights bills. That's a quote by W.B. Du Bois. Um, Number 10, read, think, and discuss. Begin with Powernomics and Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. Miseducation of the Negro by Dr. Carter G. Woodson, Black Reconstruction by W.B. Du Bois, and Black Economics by Dr. Jawanza Kunjufu. Um, So these are just a few things we can do. I'd love to hear more about any other thoughts uh, that you have and any other resources that you have. Um, Please hit me up. Adrian Bate on Facebook, um, on Instagram and Snapchat. You can find me at Nostalgic, N-O-S-T-A-L-J-I-Q. And on Twitter, I am Dandara Queen, D-A-N-D-A-R-A Queen. So yeah, hit me up and let me know what you think. Uh, Please keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in. We're going to head out with... uh, commons black america again song um just because if you haven't heard it i just need y'all to hear it so we're gonna head out with that and uh y'all keep me posted i may do this again peace
go, here, here we go again. Trayvon will never get to be an older man. Black children, they childhood stole from them. Robbed of our names and our language. Stole again. Who stole the soul from black folk? Same man that stole the lamp from cheap black smoke and made the whip crackle on our back slow. Made us go through the back door and raffle black bodies on the slave blocks. Now we slave to the blocks, on them we spray shots. Leaving our own to lay in a box. Black mother's stomach stay in the knot. We kill each other, it's part of the plot. I wish the hating would stop. War! And a battle with us. I know that black lives matter and they matter to us. These are the things we gotta discuss. The new plantation, mass incarceration. Instead of educate, they rather convict the kids. As dirty as the water it flint the system is. Is it a felony or a misdemeanor? Maria Sheriff over making more than Serena. It took Viola Davis to say this. The roads are the help and the gangsters is really all they gave us. We need Avas, Tanahasis, and Cory Bookers. The salt of the earth to get us off of sugar. Greasy foods, I don't believe the news Or radio stereotypes, we refuse Brainwashed in the cycle to spin We write our own story, Black America again You know, one way of solving a lot of problems that we've got Is letting a person feel that they're important And a man can't get himself together until he know who he is And be proud of what and who he is And wait, and wait, and where he come from And what and where you come from? Hot damn black America again. Think of Santa Bland as I'm staring in the wind. The color of my skin, they comparing it to sin. The darker it gets, the less fairer it has been. The hate the hate made, I inherit it from them. But I ain't gonna point the finger. We got anointed singers like Nina, Marvin, Billy, Stevie. Need to hear them songs. Sometimes to believe me, who freed me? Licking a Cadillac, drinking a battle rap. So is it God's speed that we travel at? Endangered in our own habitat. Them guns and dope, man, y'all can have it back. As a matter of fact, we them lab rats. You built the project for, now you want your hood back. I guess if you could rap, you would express it too. That PTSD, we need professionals. You know we're pressing, dude. It make the pipes bust from schools to prison, y'all. They trying to pipe us to your political parties invite us. Instead of making voting laws to spite us. You know, you know we from a family of fights us. Fought in your wars and our wars. You put a nigga in Star Wars. Maybe you need to. And then, maybe then we'll believe you. See black people in the future. We want shift here to rob and shoot ya. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Our men and women are created equal, including black Americans. You know, you know, you know, one way of solving a lot of problems that we've got is letting a person feel that there's somebody. And a man can't get himself together until he know who he is and be proud of what and who he is. And where you come from? And where you come from?